Welcome to the Growing Leadership Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to the Growing Leadership Podcast. Today we recorded with Ella Stanley and Jack Ward. Ella Stanley is the OASC State Secretary and has a lot of insight into what positivity looks like in our leadership. I learned a lot from this podcast and got a lot out of it, and so I hope that you do too. I think that positivity is the perfect topic to cover for this podcast with the start of school and just the world going crazy right now. So without further ado, here's the podcast. I hope you guys like it. All right, guys, welcome back to the Growing Leadership Podcast. Today we have Ella Stanley with us. Hi, Ella. Hi, guys. <laughs> and we also have Jax Ward with us. What's up? So Ella is the OESC secretary. Um, Ella, how did you get involved in the OESC? Okay, so um, let's see here. I started getting involved in student council way back in the day. In third grade, I ran for Stuco and I got Stuco Prez of my third grade elementary school. Um, That's awesome. And then I did it in fourth grade and then I just kind of, I didn't have like room in my schedule, middle school or whatever. And then I, I knew in high school though, I was like, oh, Stuco sounds fun. Like I'm going to do it. Like we get to do the pep assemblies and you know, that sounds fun. So then I joined it my freshman year and uh, we went on a float trip right before the beginning of school. And all these people were talking about like basic and advanced and nationals and how much fun it is. And then um, Mr. A is my Stuco advisor. So like they were just like talking about all like the OASC. And I was like, what is this? Like, I don't even know what this is. Like I saw people's Instagrams, all their pictures. Like, well, this looks fun, but I mean, I don't know what this is. And then uh, freshman year, I went to state. And it was at um, Broken Arrow, and it was literally the most fun experience. I felt like everything people had talked about had come to life, and I was just like, oh, this is awesome. This is, like, these are my people. This is what I've, like, wanted, and I was just so excited. Um, So, yeah, that's when I, like, first got involved with the OASC. And then pretty much right when I went into freshman year, they were like, UConn's hosting state your senior year, and I was like, okay like sounds good I don't really know what that means but okay so yeah that's how I got involved but that's awesome that's so funny that like before you're in the OESC like you really yeah. don't understand what it is it doesn't make any sense I try to explain it to people that like don't aren't in it and they're like what and I'm like they're like what's your role in student council and I'm like well it's a little more complicated <laughs> Maybe a little bit. It's like you're the state secretary or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like once people go to basic, I think it finally like clicks. They're like, oh yeah, oh, for, well, sure. for sure. When I went to basic, I was like, okay. I, I went to state freshman, sophomore year and like I loved it, but I didn't really feel like in the know, you know? I, like, loved what was going on, but I was, like, well, I don't have any, like, friends. Like, I had a couple that I meet at, like, districts and stuff, but I didn't have, like, people. And then I went to basic, and I was, like, hmm. Like, okay, this is that. I can put the OS yeah, in my bio. Now. This, I, it's, it's for sure. 
<laughs> but no, it, I basic makes it all like click. Oh, yeah, for sure. yeah, the basic magic is real. For real. Okay, going on, what is one of your favorite memories of the OESC? Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> segue into that. Basic is definitely one of my favorite memories. Um, I love basic so much. Like, if you haven't gone next summer, you should definitely go. It's the one of the best experiences I've had. I've always gone to like camps during the summer um, since I was in like middle school, but I'd never been to like a leadership camp before. And it was just such an amazing experience. I met some of my best friends. Shout out to Max, <laughs> Council Six, you know. Yeah, go Council Six. <laughs> For real, represent. But I still like, our council still talks. We still meet up. And I remember being like a freshman and having upperclassmen still like meet up with their basic councils and like, talk about them and I was just like I hope that that happens for me I was like this is there's no way I remember driving up to Alba and being like this is I'm gonna get a bad counsel like I'm so scared <laughs> and I got there and I was like oh this is awesome like this is amazing this is great so yeah definitely go to basic it was my favorite for sure and then another just super fun experience so far is just being able to plan for state which starting to different but just all the planning process and like our theme meeting and um, our board meeting and all that stuff. It's been so fun and it's just made me super close with my council and I've really enjoyed doing that. So, yeah. Awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Basic 10 out of 10 would recommend if you haven't been, even sure. if you don't get a close council though, it's, it's so awesome. The, yeah. the leadership so. skills you learn, like, I still use, I mean, I will use them forever, I feel like. No, for sure. Basic, like, I mean, you just don't forget those lessons from basic. Like, I, I mean, not to spoil anything, but, like, there's some sayings that I, I still say every day. Yep. Very from true. basic. So, the topic that we're talking about today is positivity. Um, I think it's very relevant to the time we're in because yeah. we're literally in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, Miriam Webster says that the textbook definition of positivity is the quality or state of being positive. Ella, what would you say positivity means to you? Okay, so positivity to me, I feel like when talking about positivity, it can get really cheesy very fast because like, just like, oh, be happy. Like, but it's honestly like, it means a lot more than that, I feel like, because being positive isn't just like being happy it's more I feel like being positive is kind of a choice and it's like when you aren't in the best situations when you aren't like happy or like when things aren't going your way like you still choose to have like a good mindset about it because that will eventually like make you be happy so like even though like something doesn't go right and you could easily just be like oh it sucks like I am so upset about this like choosing to be like you know it's gonna be okay even though if in the moment you don't really feel like it's going to be okay or you don't like think that it is just like pre preaching it and like saying that it is like outwardly and acting out on that will eventually make things better and that's kind of what I feel like positivity is just because like nobody can be happy all the time it's just not possible but you can be positive all the time 
not well not all the time but most of the time yeah. became positive and um just choosing that instead of like choosing to look at things from a negative point of view so yeah yeah that's awesome I definitely think it's like a mindset type of thing mm-hmm. like yeah for sure want, and I it does get cheesy really fast and people are like oh well you're just so positive all the time like a bad way but really if you like keep a mindset of positivity it just helps the situation so much more exactly I know I feel like people say that to me a lot they're like you're just so happy or positive you're just, and also I'm an Enneagram 7 so shout out to my Enneagram people but sevens like to just look on the bright side of things but it's not necessarily like just always being happy or looking on the bright side it's more of like a you don't you're going to be placed in a situation and that situation is going to happen whether no matter what your mindset is about it, like what's going on in your life is going to happen. And if you want that to be a better situation, you might as well have a positive attitude about it because then it will be better than if it would, if you were to have a negative attitude about it. Yeah. So true. All right. So why do you believe it is important to stay positive when in a leadership setting? Okay. So I think it's really important to stay positive in a leadership setting. And I, I think it's really important to stay positive in a leadership setting because um, you are being looked at by people and the way you carry yourself is going to be reflected onto other people. Um, and whether you know it or not, like people are looking at you and people are seeing how you're reacting to a situation and they're going to react in that same way. Like, we really are, um, like, people will follow whatever you do. And not necessarily, like, you don't have to be the main, like, you don't have to be the president of your council. You don't have to be, like, the whatever, the state secretary. You don't have to be any of that to, like, be um, a leader to people. There are people looking at you all the time, whether you, like, know it or not. And just being able to have a positive attitude about things will make other people have a positive attitude because I know at least from my experience like when I've seen someone um have a good attitude about a bad situation or like just being um that positive light in situations I am more apt to be that way as well just because it's so much easier when there's another person doing it so if you just as a leader take that initiative and um do your best to be positive in situations that other people might not be um, being positive about. Other people will follow your lead in that. And it'll make it a lot easier to be positive because it's hard to be positive alone. But if you are the one setting the example and being the first person to be like, no guys, we got this, we can do this. Like, it's okay. Then other people are going to follow that. And um, like for an example in Stuco. I know like a lot of um, Stucos have to like move tables and chairs and stuff like that for just random things. And that's definitely not the most fun thing to do, but there's so many ways you can turn that into a positive situation and like just make it a better thing than if you're just complaining like, Oh, this is so hard. I hate this. I don't want to do this. Like you're still going to have to do it whether you're complaining or not. So you might as well, turn it into like a game or like uh sing and stuff like that like there's just so many fun things you can do to make things a happier situation than just like complaining so yeah I feel like that's why it's important to be positive as a leader 
so true. And like, I don't know, I guess sometimes when bad things happen or like you do have to clean up after all these people, you're like, what the heck? I don't, I don't want to do this, but like, don't just play the victim, like own up to the fact that I'm going to have to do this either way. And like you said, like, it's going to be better if I just make it a more fun experience for everyone who has to do it. Yeah, for sure. So true. Okay. So what is one instance um, that you have been in where you had to stay positive um, and it was beneficial to your leadership and your growth? Okay. I have a couple examples. So first I want to say, I feel like the term like being positive, a lot of people are just like, okay, yeah, that's easy to say, but it's a lot harder to do, which is very true. And I've honestly learned that a lot through quarantine, just staying positive. It's been a lot harder. But the thing is, another thing I've learned is if you stay positive during the little struggles of life, it's a lot easier to stay positive when the big trials and challenges come. Because like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, here, here. I'll go and find examples now. Um, so a couple examples in student council that I've seen. Um, sophomore year, I remember this so well. It was so funny. So we had a homecoming dance. And then we had, I don't know if you guys have tarps, but we have tarps. UConn people, if anyone's listening to this, they are like are automatically rolling their eyes like, oh my gosh, I hate tarps. Tarps are not fun to do, but we have to do them. We have to put them on our gym floor or whatever, and then we have to roll them back up. And it takes a good amount of time. So it is the homecoming. After the homecoming dance, we're rolling up all these tarps. Everyone just wants to go eat, whatever. And we were all, like, arguing because everyone just had a different way of wanting to do it, and it was like nobody could get it done, and we couldn't get it straight. And then me and my friend Javi, we just were like, you know, let's just have fun with this. It's it's just tarps. We're going to get it done eventually. We might as well just have a good time. And so we just like started singing. We started making conversation and everyone just started like laughing and having fun. And by the end, we all like honestly had a great time finishing rolling the tarps. And then we all went and got, got to eat Waffle House after. So it ended up being super fun that night. Like I still, it's one of my favorite memories of high school. And I think just, we could have kept the same attitude and we could have just complained the whole time about doing the tarps but instead we changed our attitude and we just made it fun and it ended up being one of like my favorite nights so that's a small example because it's just tarps it's like that's that's small that's not that hard like to really do I feel like um but then another small example is with pep assemblies they can be very stressful sometimes especially I um emceed some the pep assemblies this year and so that was very stressful just having to make sure everything was going right and stuff um but it's a lot easier to stay positive when you take out like the the stress of it all like okay if we mess up it's okay it's gonna be funny you know and just like making situations like that more lighthearted, it just makes everything a lot better, I feel like, and it makes it easier to stay positive. Um, but yeah, so those are some small situations where I've just found it easier um, and more fun and made for better experiences if you do stay positive. Um, but then, so uh, uh, through quarantine, obviously everyone knows basic, advanced, nationals, and state all got canceled. 
state's going to be virtual, which is great. And nationals was virtual, but it's still obviously very hard and very sad. And I definitely cried a ton. I was so sad that everything got canceled um, because it's what I've been looking forward to since freshman year. I've been excited to host state and have it at UConn and do all that and get the whole school involved. And we've been planning it for the last six months. I mean, I've spent like hours upon hours at the school just planning it and getting so excited. And we had a board meeting that was so much fun. Just, I honestly was so sad that state got moved virtual. And I think with big situations like, like state or anything that you lose during quarantine or doing during Corona, anything you have lost or anything that's a hard challenge for you at all. It's really important to like feel that sadness and like actually like, let yourself be sad because I know for me, a lot of the times I'm just like, no, I'm just going to keep going and go do a bunch of stuff and distract myself and not be sad and just be happy and whatever. But it's really important for you to be sad for a little bit and to just let yourself like grieve what you've lost. And I know for me, I remember the day state got me virtual. I was driving in a car with my friend and I was like talking about it. And I was just like, I'm not going to cry. It's okay. And then I just like started sobbing because I was so sad, but that was like so important. I needed that time to just be sad about it. And I think everyone needs that time to be sad about what they've lost, whether that be a sport or graduation or um, advanced and anything that people have lost. It's really important to be sad about it. But now I've had time to like come to my senses and about like two months, month and a half since I found out state was virtual. And I gave myself time to be sad because I knew in that first like couple weeks when I found out, I was like, I cannot do anything to work on virtual state right now. I just don't want to. I was just like, I don't want to do this at all. I want in-person state. I don't want to think about a virtual state. But now that I've given myself time, I have realized the situation at hand. And it's the time where I've come to two crossroads, I can either be really sad about it and just not have, not let it be to its full potential and just be sad. Or I can choose to be excited for all the awesome things that are going to come from it and all of the exciting opportunities that we will have that we wouldn't have gotten if we were to have an in-person state. And so I have just decided like, I'm going to choose to be positive about it because like if I don't then it's just gonna be worse it's not gonna be any better there's nothing good that's gonna come from that but if I choose to be positive I am going to let this um, experience still reach its full potential and everything that's meant to happen is going to happen and it's going to be great and I'm going to enjoy that and also it will be better for everyone because then if we're excited, like as the leaders of the event, then everyone else is going to be more excited about it as well, which is why I think it's going to be super awesome. And that's why I am choosing to stay positive about it. And yeah, I liked how you like, um, talked about how you had to kind of like, not feel bad for yourself, but like feel the emotions that happened. Cause I remember we got on a zoom call yeah. and word told us, they're like, we're, we're going to have a virtual state convention. And I like vividly remember them being like, you can have a weekend um, to kind of digest it. But then 
like you need to start kind of figuring some things out and I was like well I don't think I need to really like I think you should need to start working on it now because I'm just gonna like feel bad for myself and I'm a type one on the Enneagram Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I do not like feeling the feelings I'm like let's go let's make it perfect come on um but um I just remember like I'm so thankful that they told us to do that because like I got to like kind of I don't know like feel sad for a second before I was like okay let's change my mindset and I remember like just crying so much that day and then you know it's gonna be okay I'm excited for it same I've actually like genuinely felt excitement for it now which is just awesome I'm so excited to make it happen and I think that a lot of that is just because I've been choosing to be positive about it, but now like I'm actually excited about it. Like for a while, it took me to just be like, okay, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. And I wasn't genuinely feeling it, but now I'm like genuinely feeling so excited and happy and ready to just take on um, this opportunity. And I think that's a lot of the times what it takes because some you'll go through something hard and people will be like just be positive it's okay and you're like no like I'm not doing that <laughs> but um once you felt the sadness it's important to just actively try every day to um be positive in those kinds of situations yeah, yeah so true that's so good so who is one person that you look up to that displays positivity in their leadership well okay so my freshman year, I had our SUCO president. Her name is Kat Burkhead, and I love her death. She, we actually ran a half marathon together in May, which was so much fun. Um, but anyways, freshman year, I remember we had a lot of like drama and just like problems in our student council. And it was just like kind of a really negative environment. Um, but Kat was president and she honestly made it so much better. And just like, she always had a positive mindset about things. She always was able to like turn a bad situation good. And I just really looked up to her then. And I still look up to her now. She's amazing. And just, she would always try her best to look on the bright side of things, even when like situations weren't going the best way. Um, And she was like faced with challenges and it was like, obviously really stressful being president and like especially when it was like a tough year for Stuco like we didn't have a great amount of like just passion for the class like but um through that she was able to like really still be positive through it all and I just really looked up to that and I knew like from then I was like okay I want to be a leader like her when I'm a senior in Stuco and yeah so that's awesome that's really really good okay so last question Ooh, what is your best advice to someone who wants to implement positivity into their leadership okay hmm okay so my best advice let's see here I feel like you need to really like look inside yourself and evaluate each situation and actively choose every day to be positive when you could be negative like and then the smallest things like I was saying it could be so little if you choose to like have a good mindset about it it will eventually like 
help you to have a good mindset about more challenging things. Um, and also just writing out like what you are thankful for honestly helps a lot with staying positive because I know when I get like upset or negative in situations, if I like just write out the things I'm thankful for, I end up writing so many things and I just realize how lucky I am and how happy and like good my life really is. And just writing out things that you're thankful for really helps to, for me to stay positive. So I recommend you guys to do that as well. If you're wanting to be more positive in your leadership and also just remembering what you look for in a person and what you want them as a leader to be to you you don't want a leader who's negative you don't want someone who's always like saying bad stuff and having a bad attitude you want someone who's going to bring the group together and lead positively and um just be a good example and so if you're wanting to be a leader like that person then you have to do those same things and you can't just um go through the motions you have to actually like want to try and um, be positive through things. So, yeah. Um, also, it's really important that you surround yourself with people who have positive attitudes as well, because I know that when I'm around people who are being negative, it's a lot harder to be positive. But when you surround yourself with a good group of friends and a, like, I like to call it like my inner circle, like those people that you can go to at any time, um, if you surround yourself with those kind of people, you're automatically going to just be more apt to be positive because they are being positive about the situation. And so if you're wanting to um, improve your leadership um, and improve your positivity in leadership, surrounding yourself with people who do the same thing is super important. So true. The yeah. people who you surround yourself with are the people that you're going to end up like um, being like. Being like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Craig Rochelle. <laughs> true. We love Craig Rochelle. Um, that is so true, though. Like, it is. I mean, if you, like, look at a time in your life where you have been surrounded by negative people, like, I can, like, think of a time, like, my freshman year, I hang out with these girls and they weren't the most positive people in the world. And I just noticed that I was becoming so negative and like mm -hmm. judgmental on other people and I was like I don't want to be that person so I changed the people who I was hanging out with and I now hang out with people who are pretty positive and my whole demeanor's changed so yep. exactly I mean yeah we just build off each other don't we I mean <laughs> negativity only leads to more negativity that is so true though very true agreed awesome. um also um just actively choosing to like do stuff that makes you happy in even if things get canceled, especially during Corona, this is mainly talking about right now, things are getting canceled. Things are changing. If that's with school, if that's with student council, everything's going to be different. It might be, you don't get to go to school. I know our school is virtual and other schools are virtual as well, or you do get to go to school, but you have to wear masks and you don't really get to um talk to your friends or you don't get to go to the football games on friday night that you've been looking forward to 
being front row. I know how I have been looking forward to, and I don't know how that's going to look. Um, and there's a ton of student council events, pep assemblies, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be looking a lot different this year. And that's really hard, especially for seniors. Um, it's hard for everyone, but for seniors, I know we've been looking forward to this for like four years now. Um, but just actively choosing every day to find something that makes you happy to do. Um, because even though these things you've been looking forward to, there's so many other um, things you can do with people and ways you can still have an amazing senior year, have an amazing junior year, um, and still make the most of it, that it's really important to make sure you're doing that and you're not just um, being sad about the things that you've lost. I This lady the other day, I was in Union actually, shout out, um, I was at Tulsa uh, with Austin, my BFF, um, and we were at the Union School football scrimmage and this lady we were talking to her and she was like things everyone's wanting to try to do the things that were planned but we have to realize that the scene that our senior year is not in our whatever year it is for you is not going to look like that and it's going to be different but instead of like having those expectations of what it was going to be making new expectations and new memories and new traditions that um you can build off for years to come is just going to help you to stay more positive because you won't be so sad about all the things you're not getting to do. So yeah. That's good. Dang, that girl's wise. I know. <laughs> I don't know who she was, but shout out to her. Um, she's great. Whoever you are, we don't know your name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think that's all we have um, today. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. Thanks for having yeah, thanks, me. Thanks, Ella. It's always been my dream to be on a podcast. I listened to Sydney <laughs> Robertson and oh. Annie F. Down all the time. And so I was like, when you asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, I get to be like them. I mean, not as many people will be listening, but still. Yeah. Sadie Robertson, no. Literally, my dream job is to be Sadie Robertson. So. Same. No. <laughs> we can do it together. I know. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, Basically, podcast of. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be called um whoa that's awesome instead of whoa, that's well, that's, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember when we were uh, running for vp i was like macy we better have a podcast that better be our thing that was, was so funny. yeah the podcasts are just like conquesting the podcast universe right now love it it's awesome well, thank you so much again. This was awesome. Seriously. I know. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me. Bye, everyone listening. Thank you for listening. If you stayed on this long, I really appreciate it. You're great. You're awesome. Have a good day. Virtual <laughs> state convention coming up. Oh, yeah. Make sure you tune in because you're going to get a lot more of the us plus Elena. You yeah. know, that's just awesome. You might get uh, tired of us, but we'll be there. Yeah. No, listen to the last we'll podcast. We'll be entertaining. You might be laughing at us, but it's okay. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Bye. Jack. Bye, guys.